<laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Creative Process Podcast with myself, Jared Klein. Today on episode 31, we're going to be talking about something that I honestly dreaded as a starting freelance designer and, you know, starting to actually, you know, get clients and get, you know, be able to price my own work rather than, you know, working for a wage or for a salary that was dictated, you know, by an employer. So that is what we are going to be talking about today. Probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode because I have a, I have a pretty, I don't want to say easy type of opinion on it because it has come with experience and everything like that. Um, but it's a very open-ended open-ended answer to pricing and it's an open-ended solution to pricing and everything like that but first I want to say thank you for coming out today to episode 31 Um, I hope you enjoyed episode 30 with Matt Desmond if you have not um, listened to episode 30 yet go listen to episode 30 it was an awesome one Um, but you'll see me looking over here because I have my um, and my my whole face will change Um, but I have my old pricing stuff like my old pricing list up here um i was just looking at it and looking back at this it's like it's 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 very it's very refreshing to see how far i've come when it comes to knowing what my work is worth and you know trusting in my ability to know what my work is work work is worth but i'll come i'll come right out and say it that pricing is honestly one of the hardest things I've had to attack as a designer. When I first started diving into freelance and everything like that, that was like my main question. You know, I could get a client here and there, but diving into the whole pricing structure and deciding what I should and should not charge how much I think I'm worth. That's another episode that I've talked about, um, that we've talked about on here. But, you know, when I started thinking about those things, I didn't really know what to price that. So I, you know, obviously went to ask friends and everything varied. It varied from, you know, very little to where I knew right from the jump I wasn't wanting to charge that little. And then it also ranged on the super high end. And I was like, well, I, I don't think I'm as good as them. How can I charge that much that much and be okay with it? But really, it comes down to how much, you know, you think you're worth. So in the beginning, I charged a little bit less. Um, I think that's, you know, the natural progression um, of everything. And so I charged a little less, a little less, and started getting used to um, charging that and becoming more confident in when I'm, you know, when you're negotiating with a client or when you're talking with a client and they ask for prices. I became a lot more confident when talking about those things and when um, invoicing and everything. I was able to back myself up and be able to rationalize that price, whether or not, um, you know, whether or not the client thought it was worth it or not. I was able to give a confident explanation on why I think, you know, that service or what I'm doing and my services is, is worth the amount that I was, um, that I was charging. Um, so yeah, now it's more or less along the lines and I've watched 
a video from the Future Academy, or it may have just been the Future. Um, but Chris Doe, he has a video. I'll make sure to link it down below. Um, but he has a video where, I mean, they mainly talk about branding and everything like that, where that's usually the upper echelon of 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 pricing when it comes to graphic design, branding project projects and um, whole branding overhauls and you know stuff like that that's where that's where a lot of money is made in graphic design and in freelance but the video I took it you know out of like within context but applied it to what I offer as a graphic designer and you know the video basically you know sums up into um, into two things that I kind of got out of it one was the value of the project for the client. Basically, you know, I'll use a, I'll, I'll kind of, I'll kind of go into what I do, right? So I mainly work within social media and marketing. If I develop something for a social media platform or, you know, something along those lines that attributes to marketing for a brand that is contacting me, that is something that is going to be you know, I consider that it's something that's going to be seen, you know, by the audience and also by people outside of their initial audience. Um, I also consider that, you know, it is going to be, um, it is, you know, a front facing representation of what their brand is and what their brand offers. It is, you know, it, it's, it's, it's also something that, you know, depending on where their audience is, you know, let's say, on today's age, right? Today's age, I've had a couple clients where their main audience is on social media. So you are marketing directly to your easily accessible primary audience on social media. So then that is also going to be considered into the pricing of things. Um, that's where I kind of started thinking, what is this project going to be used for? Roughly, you know, how many people are going to be seeing this? You know, I, I do some research. Um, on the back end of a client that I'm that I'm working with, and and being able being able to compare, you know, post traction and um, everything like that. Very seldom do I work on, um, very seldom do I work on a consistent either hourly wage or a consistent you know, um, one time cost. Very very seldom do I do I have something that carries over project to project. Um, and secondly, it was. You know, one it was it was the value of the project for the client, but also, secondly, it's the value of you know of the project for myself. Am, am I going to, you know, this is it, it really? I asked I asked myself this question first. I should have started with this first, but am I going to enjoy doing this project? Is this a project that that challenges me? Is this a project that? Um, I know that the client values values a lot, and I know that I'm going to be able to put in um, just as much energy and and you know just as much thought into the project as they are. Those are you know those are some things that I consider. Um, and that's that's mainly how I price things out now. Um, I'm very open and I'm very open and always open for negotiation with with people that contact me for commissions or. Um, you know, um, consulting or you know whatever it is, I'm very open with that. I, I'm I'm always open for the discussion, and I love to rationalize why I think I should get paid X amount, and then you know going back and forth. I think honestly that builds the relationship between 
myself and the clients that I work with and the people that I work with, um, people and brands and, you know, stuff like that. I think that builds the relationship. Personally, I think, you know, that's probably the way I'll do it unless I, you know, come over, come like, you know, come across a better method or more of a, um, a seamless method for pricing. When it comes to, you know, on the flip side, let's talk about static pricing or consistent pricing. You know, I have this one service, let's say you do, you know, for the sports people out here, you do a edit, you know, an edit that people post on their social media and it's around like a topic and it connects to the caption that's, that's there, right? There's no consistent brand, you know, brand flow. Maybe there is, maybe there's like a little logo on the top right or anything, but let's say you make an edit, right? You have an X amount, right? That's your consistent amount. X is your consistent amount. That can be um, determined how I kind of did it in the past is that can be determined on one, how long you think, you know, you consistently do that project. Let's say, you know, when I want to just whip something up, depending on what the project is, it takes usually in between an hour and an hour and a half, sometimes two hours if I go a little bit, you know, a little bit overboard with with a different type of, you know, um, a different type of effects and different type of techniques and stuff like that. But usually it sticks to about an hour, hour and a half. Then you can consider, okay, how much do I want to get paid hourly for this, right? It can be 20 bucks. It can be 50 bucks. It can be 250 bucks. It can be whatever you think that hour or an hour and a half of your time and your technique and your, um, and your like expertise and, and everything is worth whatever you think it's worth. That's what you should charge. I, you know, that it's, it's, it's really, it really comes down to you, you know, when it comes, when it comes to the static and consistent pricing, some people will be like, okay, well, if it takes five minutes, why are you charging that much? Then you have to go into, um, then you have to go into, you know, how you got to the place you are now. I viewed this as my pricing is directly reflected to how much I value the work that I put in to get to where I am currently, right? I went through four years of schooling. I went through, let's see, four years and then um, six years before that, six or five years before that teaching myself how to design. And then now, you know, the handful of years after school, the two years after school, two and a half years after school to get to where I am now. That's how I would justify, you know, pricing and everything like that. Obviously, if you're younger in the scene and if you're, if you haven't been designing that much, then, you know, you can consider how, how long you've been teaching yourself, how much you've been, you know, how much of your time you've been putting into developing your craft. That's really, you know, kind of how, you know, how I came up with, with consistent pricing and, and everything like that. That's really how I, like what I, what I've really considered when it comes to pricing. Um, but yeah, I mean, my preferable way is kind of, you know, making sure I talk with the client. Um, pricing always varies for me. I never can really give a, for sure, hey, this is what it's going to cost until I talk to the client and be able to, you know, know what they want, know what they need, know how it's going to affect them um, and everything like that. I always, always, always make sure I talk to the client. That's one thing that I'll leave you with here today 
is before you set a price, that is if you don't have consistent um, consistent pricing or, you know, th- those type of things. If you don't have like a consistent one-time fee for X amount, like X service that you offer. If you are, you know, more of a uh, depending on the client type of person, make sure you talk to the client first before you are able to offer up a pricing. Don't even give a range. I wouldn't even give a range. If you give a range, that gives an idea um, and it kind of, you know, you don't even know what the project is yet and you may be able to, you may be limiting yourself. You don't know that. But make sure you talk with the client, have a one-to-one conversation, have a true conversation on what they want, what you offer, how you can achieve what they what they are looking for and, you know, how much they value the project that they're coming to you um, to you, um, to do and to achieve, you know? So yeah, very short one. I told you it was going to be a short one, but pricing is one of the hardest things that I've ever had to kind of, you know, consider pricing is always changing. Um, now pricing is, is really always changing depending on how I value my time and everything like that. If I get busier in my, you know, in my job and in my, you know, in my day-to-day life outside of freelance, then, you know, my pricing is going to go up because then I'm taking some time out of my busy time to, you know, spend time with, you know, spend my free time with my wife or with my friends or, you know, do doing things that I want to do. Granted, I do want to do freelance work, but I, I want to make sure that I'm justifiably compensated um, for my time. So yes, be confident, know, um, know what you want to price and and how you want to price. And once you get that down, be confident when you're delivering that. So thank you for listening to episode 31 today. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you have a good rest of your day, week, month, year, whenever you are listening to this. And as always, make sure you tell someone that you love them. All right, we will see you in episode 32. Peace.